0: 'Cause here I come. Hey there, welcome to the Just Bold and Go podcast where we help women and a few cool dudes face their fears, set goals, make game plans, and generally take their current circumstances by the balls so they can live a life they can't wait to get out of bed for every single day. Okay, so I have with me today Robin Holloway who is absolutely amazing and our missions are so much in line with each other that it's Crazy, um, you both are passionate about women and you know not losing yourself. But I'm—I'll let you tell Robin what exactly it is that you do.
1: Yeah, thank you, Amanda. And yes, I agree. We're so much on the same wavelength. And really, my passion is around helping women who have lost themselves, kind of find their path back to themselves and rediscover what used to make them happy and light them up and bring them joy. And Just all of those ways that we can get off track, and um, yeah, so I'm really passionate about helping them get back to themselves a little sooner before some big major event has to happen and blow up their whole life for for them to refocus. Right, and if that's you know one of the things I'm
0: trying to prevent is them getting to that place, but it's so many it happens to so many women, and I think even me. Having been, lived life the way that I have chasing after my dreams, even while my kids are here, I think once they're gone, I'm still going to be at a place where I might need you to be like, help me, you know, come back and figure it out. Because it's it's such a life-changing event. I mean, and that's just one of the things that can happen. But uh, what do you think, what's the key to figuring that out? Like, what... I, I guess I don't know the right question to ask because I'm, I'm not quite there yet, but I I feel like I understand, you know, I see, like I know my own mother, like when when we all moved off and left, you know, what, what does that leave her with? And finding who you are again, and I just love the name of your whole, the Unlost Woman is just, uh, it's just so overwhelming
1: and amazing, and
0: yeah, So so how do you help people get there? That's my question.
1: Okay. Yeah, absolutely, and so yeah, The Unlost Woman is the project that I'm running and there's gonna be archetypes and a course around that. And I think it's really key what you're saying is often it's linked to transitions. And every time we go through those transitions, whether we've become married or we're changing a job or we're having children or children are leaving, those are those times when you can start to lose a piece of yourself as you shift into these new roles. And it happens so subtly that you don't always notice it right away, and then a little bit more, and then a little bit more, and then you can be quite off track from where you used to be, and so that's a big part of it. Is um, in the reverse. Again, people think you have to. Oh, well, there's nothing I can do. My life is the way it is. I would have to, you know, leave my significant other or move somewhere or ch- you know get this dream job, win the lottery mm-hmm. before I could make any changes. But really tiny little steps back can make really big shifts happen and that's what i I like to come in and help women is to help them see that possibility see that hope of you can make these small shifts and these take these small steps and start to move back towards who you really are
0: that that's such a key thing that's another part of my project you know what i do for for women also includes small steps. And it's amazing how it's so easy to get overwhelmed by the big picture of, you know, oh, I've lost myself. Oh, I don't know how to get back, but where do I even start? But it's those just small incremental movements that help progress you to where you need to be.
1: Yeah, exactly. And And But when you're stuck in that moment and you have that awareness of, okay, I'm looking around, I don't recognize my life, I don't recognize myself, this isn't where I thought I'd be, but you also don't really can't see how you got there, which then means you can't see what you can change to kind of shift back, right? And then, like you said, it just seems overwhelming. Everyone else has all their stuff together and they have this picture-perfect life and this, you know super clean house and they look perfect all the time and there's all that pressure uh, as well for women of those expectations that we're supposed to do it all and never need help and so that kind of combines and snowballs into this feeling of hopelessness like i can't do anything about it and so helping women start to see the possibilities is just amazing yeah, it really is. I love the work that you're doing. And th- that
0: one thing you just said about, you know, seeing everybody else's um, picture perfect life. But it, the like one thing in there is that nobody's life is picture perfect, right? Like you're comparing yourself. That's another, that's another thing that causes these issues inside of us is that we're comparing ourselves to them. And what's that thing that they say about, you know, comparing your inside stuff to everybody else's highlight reel? Cause you don't really know what's going on with that. You've no idea until everything falls apart publicly for them too. It's like, oh, we're all doing this. Like we're all, we should all show each other a little bit of grace because we're all struggling with the same stuff.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. And I've heard it said, you know, don't compare your worst day to their best day, you yeah. know, that kind of idea. And, and then also on that social media, is that really the truth? That picture like did they take a hundred pictures and this is (laughs) a fake one that shows the perfection right right And, and I think that's been one of the benefits of actually of this pandemic time is that with that shift to work from home and not not going out and maybe you're not getting your hair done and your nails done and all these things is that we're starting to see a little bit more of a real side of people. And I think that's going to be a very helpful shift in supporting women moving forward to stop sort of that comparison game. Yeah. And you mentioned, you know, societal expectations and what,
0: what it, do you think that they're really societal or do they, you think they're just things that we think like we've been, I mean, they are societal. It's stuff we've been raised with, but it's all just smoke and mirrors, right? It's none of it's real. Nobody actually lives up to any of it. And I welcome the shift of (laughs) being more real and everybody's understanding, you know, it's just not, everything's not perfect ever, like for anybody.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I welcome that shift too. And I love that more people are stepping into that space of showing a little bit more of that imperfection. But I think what you're saying is very true, that often we build that up in our own minds, whether that's with society, whether that's with our significant others, whether that's with our friends, we have this idea of what they expect us to be. But often that's just all in our own head. And if you ask them, they'd be surprised. They'd be like, well, no, I don't expect you to be doing X, Y, Z, you know, these different things, but you've built it up to this this." you know, line that you're measuring yourself against and you're just not hitting. And, um, so that's again, helping with that awareness around what areas is that showing up for you and what's really true there. I don't want you to give away any proprietary
0: information, but what's the first (laughs) step when a woman feels like she just can't, just has no idea where to start. What is her first step?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, um, I've been doing, as I think you know, the 100 chats, and that's something that I'm doing as a research project and a little bit of mini coaching. So I've been connecting with a lot of women through that, and I'm just super curious to get out there and ask some questions and start to understand better people's experiences. And then as we move into talking about coaching, again, for me, that big thing is that awareness of what is showing up for you what are those stories or messages that are happening in your head where are those areas that you feel blocked or that you feel like you're not yourself and starting to really pay attention to those and then you can start to move into like i said those small tiny shifts and changes and then it doesn't seem so big and overwhelming that you have to do this you know 360 and become this whole new person overnight
0: that the the idea of doing a 360 and becoming a whole new person overnight is scary to, I mean, I even just the idea of it like, oh, I would love to have a different life, but how many people is that going to affect if I start showing up differently? Like I'm sure that it goes through people's heads um, and i doing it slowly is probably the better route just for yourself and for the people around you so they don't freak out when you <laughs> suddenly start acting a little bit different than you were before. But I know, like, you know, I've been running my business for 14 years. My kids are teenagers now. I feel like I've been living this and walking, you know, trying to walk the walk and talk the talk for all these years. But I'm finding myself, like, even though I've been trying and making this effort continuously for all this time, I still find that I feel that way, like, just lost sometimes. Like, what am I doing, and where is this going, and what do I do when they're gone? And, like, it's just... It seems like no matter how much you prepare, you're still going to end up there no matter what. Mm -hmm. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. And for me, a, a lot of the work that I do with my clients is around values and really tapping into what are your values. And then how do they show up in your life and how much are you living in alignment with those values? And for example, if you value connection, you know, connecting with other people, what does that look like? Especially right now in the pandemic times of not being able to see friends and family as regularly Mm -hmm. as we might have before. But if you've put connection completely aside, that's going to leave a hole inside of you if that value is not being met. And so I think that's a bit of what you're talking about as well is how are those values met are they only met by me being a mother to my children and then when my children are gone i lose that piece of myself and how do i want to redefine who i am as a person versus only who i am as a mother and and it comes up and like you said we can we can be working on this and hit these peaks where we're like oh i've got it and then something will happen and then we're back down going oh this again But I find that when you have that, you know, you're working on it and you're going through it, it's almost like, okay, but then you don't spiral down quite as far as maybe the last time and you have some learnings and you have some resources and you've helped yourself get through it faster. It's not like it's going to be this quick fix and you're never going to have these feelings again. Absolutely not. Right.
0: Life is so not fun sometimes. <laughs> like, it, it feels like you should just be able to fix something and it stays fixed, but that's just not reality, right? hmm Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I, and I love, like, I had a, a mentor and coach, uh, Tanya Geisler, who said, you know, what you work on with others is often what you need to work on in your own life. So right. you're living the lesson first before you're sort of teaching it to others. So it comes back over and over again and you, you learn it at different levels and in different ways and different situations. But yeah, like you said, there's, there's no easy button to just be like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> I've learned it all. <laughs> I'm there. Let's
0: go, move on. <laughs> Next thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so when a woman wants to work with you, like what, well, your hundred stories, um, how many do you have so far and how many more do you need?
1: Yeah, so my 100 chats, um, I've been meeting with uh, quite a number of women, and um, my goal was to get through the 100 of them this year, so um, just to kind of build up that knowledge base and that connection, because for me, that's a really big part of what I like, and I like to connect one-on-one with people and have that time, and then, yeah, when I'm working with women one-on-one, it's really... I, usually I have a six month program. I'm about to launch a shorter sort of tar- more targeted offering of three months to help some people just through this time right now. I'm finding that with where everyone's at right now, a longer term commitment seems a little overwhelming yeah. when there's still so much unknown. Right. And um, yeah, so I've noticed a little bit of a shift there for a lot of people.
0: Yeah, life is so unknowable right now but it, it really is such a good time to be you know diving a little bit deeper and figuring these things out while we have the space to do it and then be ready mm-hmm. when when you know i don't know if the world's coming back the way it was but whatever the next stage is that we're all ready for it
1: yeah no i think it's it's a great time because you Like, for example, I'm not rushing out the door every evening to get my kids to their sports because the sports have been put on hold. So that has opened up a huge amount of space to just have healthy dinners and spend some time together Mm -hmm. and not have that rushed feeling all the time. And then I think that leads into taking a look at, well, okay, what are these shifts that I might want to make more permanently, regardless of whether we quote unquote go back to normal what do I want that new normal to look like? What have I learned about myself and how I operate during this time? And that's even with the work from home versus the commuting and all of those pieces. It gave us a chance to kind of test drive a new way of doing things and see if it's for us.
0: Yeah, it's, it really seems like it's a shift in mindset for everybody, whether they wanted it or not. It's, it's time for these things to change and you know make just make it easier to to do things from wherever you are that you don't have to go into the office all the time although i think there's a lot of people missing that uh, being able to connect with people like you mentioned you know it it does it is hard on people who value connection um so what um what is the your your best tip for you know, a woman who feels completely lost and doesn't know where to go next? What, what do you tell them?
1: Yeah, so absolutely with, with, when you're at that place, it's great that you even know that you're there. That's a great first step is just even saying, okay, something's off. And then you can start to figure out what it is. And a lot of that, I really do, um, dive into that values piece, because I think that that is so key for people to see what are their values, and what which ones of those are not being met. And there's tons of free little things out there on the web and everything where you can find a list of values to go through and narrow them down. A lot of people have never thought of that before. But that can help pinpoint an area as a starting point. And, and some of it also might be, okay, what, am, what are you missing? What did you, like, maybe you used to read a lot of books and you have no time to read books anymore and you're really missing that. How are you going to put that back into your life or find a way to bring it back into your life in a small way that's going to support you?
0: And that's a, that's a funny thing, that last one you added, because when I had kids, like, I was in the middle of the third Harry Potter book when I had my oldest son, and I never picked them back up again, didn't read them at all. They all read them. They all loved them, seen the movies, all that stuff. And I realized a few years ago that I had not actually read a book, like just a fiction book for the fun of it in a decade. And reading is like, I love to read like so much. And I was like, What happened to my life that I just haven't picked up a book in 10 years? Like, where did 10 years even go? So I found ways to, like, you know, read a couple pages before I fell asleep or whatever until I, you know, was able to work it back in as something that was more important to me again. But it's really just letting things like that go, you know, things that we really loved doing but now can't seem to find time to do, bringing that back in really helps you kind of find yourself again. Um, One other thing that I wanted to ask you about is when you, so sometimes we don't recognize that something feels off because we're feeling it in anger or bitterness or something else. And we're not identifying that what's really going on. Um, So how does that show up mostly for people, do you think? Do you think it's mostly anger? Do you think it's more like they just feel I guess i don't know if i'm explaining myself well or not but that off feeling feels different for everybody so how do you figure out that that's what's going on
1: yeah i think there's a couple of different ways um i think resentment is a huge one that's a a bit of a red flag when you are you know at home around your loved ones and you're you know silently cursing under your breath as you're washing the dishes or you know having that feeling like why is nobody else helping with this right and that feeling of being put upon all the time or being like that expectation piece we were talking about where you're like well they expect me to clean the whole house and do all this and you're stomping around doing it that's you know those are things that eventually and often for me personally it'll I won't realize that I'm getting snappy or short with other people until someone says to me, are you okay? And then they'll be like, okay, rewind. What have I done that's making them ask me, am I okay? Because in that moment, I think I'm perfectly fine, but clearly I've acted towards them in a way that has, they're like, huh, I'm back away slowly. <laughs> She's, you know, something's going on. And so, you know, those are some of those little pieces, like I was talking about, when you start to pay attention to that. Or like you're talking about that idea of, you know, someone's talking about a great book they've read, and and the thought flashes through your head, oh, when was the last time I read a book? When was the last time I had time to read a book? Why don't I have a time to read a book, right? And those can start to be some of those little clues that are, you know, or red flags that something's not quite right.
0: I have to confess that just two days ago, Sunday afternoon, we went to church, we came home, we had dinner, and I... I don't know what was up with me, but I wanted to rip everybody's head off. And I was just like angry and resentful and everything. And I was like, I'm going upstairs. And I just went upstairs and read a book for like, I don't know, three hours or something. <laughs> Cause I was just like, I need to not be around you people. And when I think about it, it's really just that I feel like, you know, expectations and all those things weighing on me. And I just needed to walk away for a bit, which I really. I think I kind of shocked everybody because I haven't done that in a really long time. And they were all just like, uh, okay. And then nobody bothered me and it was really great.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And that, those are some of those small shifts that you can start to make of tuning into, okay, why am I feeling this way? What's coming up? What do I need right now? And then go and take that break that you need. And you probably noticed that nobody came up to you and said, well, hey, we expected you to do X. you know, these things, why didn't you come do them? You know, they just kind of left you alone to chill and have your time, right? And And that's really when we're building that up, right? Yeah. And they emptied the dishwasher
0: and everything was clean when Mm -hmm. I came down and I didn't even have to do it. So I was just like, this is great. Why do I, why do I always like do everything for everybody all the time? They're capable. They can do this stuff. They don't Mm -hmm. need me all the time. So it was kind of freeing, I admit.
1: Yes. That sounds lovely. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I think that that's tied to another area of how we don't ask for help, right? Oh, we yeah. don't say, okay, I'm tired. I'm maxed out. Could you take care of cleaning up the kitchen? I need to go have some downtime, right? Yeah. And yeah, we, it's simple um, enough to yeah. say that, but we don't do it.
0: Yeah. No, never. I, I, and I didn't ask for it this time, but I was really grateful that they did, which made me think yeah. next time I'm going to ask for it because like, why do I have to be the one to empty the dishwasher three times a day? Like there's other people here who can do this and help out. <laughs> we all live here together. We all should be taking care of these things. Not just me. So yeah. Yeah. So um, how can people find you? Where are you on the web, on socials, et cetera?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, My website is RobinHollowaycoaching.com and it's Robin with a Y and uh, I'm also Robin. I think it's underscore Holloway on Instagram and um, on Facebook. I have my Robin Holloway coaching on there as well. So that's how you can find me. Awesome. And are you still looking for people for your hundred chats so you can hit that goal? I I absolutely am. Yes. Yes. Okay. I love connecting with others. I love connecting with women and hearing their stories. And just to reiterate, it's like a free call. It's no obligation. There's no hard sell or anything like that. It's just me connecting with women and and talking about what's going on with them and how, how things are really, right?
0: Sounds very lovely. Um, okay. Anything else you want to add?
1: No, I just want to thank you so much for having me on today, Amanda. It was, it was a real pleasure, and I love that our, our worlds are so connected and, and our missions are so connected.
0: Me too. If you ever need anything ever, just let me know. And thanks for being with me. Thank you for listening to the Just Build Lego podcast. You can check out uh, all we've got going on over at justbuildlego.com, and uh, you can check out my book, Mom Versus Debt, How I Paid Off, $64,000 in credit card debt and under three years without becoming a stripper at momversusdebt.com.